Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Why, hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bravo East Coast Housewives. It's your main bitch, Kim. And yins, guys, I have literally just realized that I can't do shit. No, that's not, uh, I don't necessarily mean that I can't do shit, but here's what I'm saying. And the reason why I'm saying this, what the fuck, Kim? Come on. I have realized that each time that I tell you guys that shit's going to happen with people coming on the show, what the fuck, things happen, and then it doesn't happen in the order that I tell you. So fuck me very much. I'm sorry, because clearly I said the last time that I was on here that Sade, my girl, was going to be on the show. I have to say, one, last week I was sick as fuck, and... uh I'm really kind of mad that I keep getting sick. This is literally from December to current, which is uh, at the moment, it's February 8th. Yas. Uh, Yeah. So this is the most I've ever been sick in my entire life. We're talking at least three times between mid-December up to now. So it's like fucked up. I don't like it. So that's another reason why I didn't have an episode last week because I was like sick in bed. What the fuck? But also, too, it has been such a bitch with this scheduling thing with my girl. (laughs) We are both busy living our lives. Hers in Chicago, mine in Pittsburgh, trying to figure out my shit, of course. But yeah, so it's been it's been a little bit of a, a, a troublesome scheduling moment. So eventually she will be back on the show. I am not going to make these promises anymore saying, hey, next week this is going to like fuck me. And I know that you're all thinking it. And guess what? I would be thinking that too. So fuck me very much. Yes. So yeah, that's my rant about myself to myself because I'm I did that. So I'm sorry, Yins guys, but I appreciate that Yins guys are back and you're, you know, ready to hear my bullshit on the shit. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh my God, let's get on with it already. Yins guys, this has been some crazy shit in Bravo. Super excited to a fucking Jersey is back. Yes. And I'm saying, I said this to my mom last night after we watched the premiere. I said, honestly, out of all the housewives in life, in life of the Bravo world, the one person that I would not want to fucks with, okay, and might be uh, a different opinion toward Allian's guys. I'm sure it is. But the one housewife that I would never want to fucks with Dolores Catania. I swear to you, I feel like she could like slay a bitch and not the way that Beyonce slays. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really feel like she'd cut you if she wanted to. Like, there's something about her that freaks me the fuck out. So when I saw her with Jennifer yesterday, like, can we just can we just think about this here? Let's go back to last season when they're on the couches of the reunion And Jennifer's spilling her heart out like, oh, my God, I just want to be friends. And then Dolores is like, you're a cunt. First of all, I'm a little confused. We all know that it stems from whenever Jennifer called up Frank and then Frank's like, no, Jennifer called me and asked about, you know, the Evan and the. So, okay, 
I thought we were over this. Why why are we going backwards? Because, I mean, they all do. What the fuck? That's why we watch the shows. Because it keeps lingering. It's great. But it's not great. So whenever they're talking about that, you know, production goes back. This is yesterday's uh, episode, season premiere. And we see Dolores. She's, she's not friends with Jennifer. Jennifer doesn't understand. I think Jennifer honestly looks at Dolores right now as like, Oh my God, she's like this woman that I want to hang out with because I'd rather her be my friend than my enemy because she could fuck me up. And guess what, Jennifer? I agree with you. I really do feel like Dolores could fuck you up. She could fuck me up too. Goddamn. Love you, Frank Catania. I love that you follow me. Hopefully you still do, but I'm not really sure. Anyways, so we get to the whole 80s skate skating rink thing I'm literally thinking of all this shit on the top of my from the top of my head today guys so just bear with me so we get to Melissa Gorga's little skating rink party oh my god in the 80s yes so Jennifer's there with Dolores and you know Jennifer's like what the fuck bitch like why aren't I thought we were over this shit you know why why are you coming all at me and shit why are you avoiding me even though that sounded contradicting you know, whatever. So I'm still a little confused by it. But then eventually what we see is Margaret. So glad that Margaret's back. I love the bitch. She's hosting a calendar party at her house for the husbands to come over and do their sexy, sexy for the 12 month calendar ladies. Yes. Um, out of all the photos, I would probably have to say, Evan, you would be the one that I would, uh, I would be rooting for. But I'm not going to lie. Bill Aiden, you weren't that bad either. Look at you. Oh, my God. I can't believe I said that. Now, when that happens, this is for Dolores. You know, last year she did the whole baseball game uh, at the Jersey Stadium or some shit where all the proceeds went to a charity that she was very uh, – close with and all that kind of stuff. So she's doing that again, but she's doing it with a calendar. So the men are, you know, doing beautiful things with their bodies. They're getting like sizzled up with the oil, if you will. And uh, they're taking sexy photos for what that means to them. And uh, you know what, Joe B, you looked good too, honey. Yes, you did on that bike. You go. So that was pretty amazing. But we also see Jennifer talking to everyone and their mother, essentially, about, oh, my God, Dolores is not my friend. I don't understand. Dolores, she hears this shit. okay, And she's like going fucking streets of Patterson, Dolores. okay, right, Frank Katana? You you know. So she's about to go fucking streets of Patterson on Jennifer's ass. And she's like, what is this? Are we in fucking high school? And she says, Jennifer, I need to talk to you for a second. Okay. You know what? We're not friends. We're not friends. You know what? I'm nice and you're not. So then that whole thing happens. So the feud, obviously a dueling diva moment for sure. Dolores and Jennifer, they hate each other for right now. And then also we have the classic, classic clash of Teresa Judice, soon to be Teresa Louis, whatever the fuck his last name is, soon to be. And uh, of course, the Gorgas, okay? Going at it again. Teresa doesn't want to invite, no, Teresa does not include Melissa in her bridal party. And she's like, what the fuck? And then Joe's like, what the fuck? I know that you never cared about us. You always had an issue with Melissa. They're not talking, of course. And then Teresa's like, oh my God, I finally have my family. Like, this is really, come on, bitch. You need to relax, okay? 
Teresa, you're great for the television. Yes, you are. And you literally make this franchise. If there was no Teresa Judice in Jersey, the show would not be that good. Essentially, the way that I think if Potomac did not have Candace, the show wouldn't be that good. And we will get to the finale there because I have lots of thoughts and I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah, but if they didn't have Teresa on the show, there would be no Jersey. And if there would be a Jersey, it would not be that popular. People would not tune in as much as they would like they do now. It would essentially be like a Dallas thing. I think it would fizzle out. But a lot of the shit that Teresa says, first of all, raw as a cucumber. Do we do we catch that yesterday? I was just like, here we go again. Like, I'm going to blow my casket. OK, can we can we go there, please? Yes. So that was a nice, cringy, beautiful moment from our lovely Teresa. And um, let me see what else happened. What else happened? Oh, the new bitches. We got some new bitches up on this cast. I can't remember any of their names at the moment. I think one of them might be Danielle. And the only reason why I remember it is because of Marge's voice saying Danielle. But I could be wrong. But yeah, these two women are up there. One's from Staten Island. And then the other one, she's from Jersey, I would assume. But uh, the one gal, the Staten Island gal, she uh, she's already bothering me, okay? She is doing too much. I think she's trying way too hard. Kind of like that fucking uh, Angie Kay from Salt Lake City with her crazy ass like princess looking dress that she wore at the reunion for like a hot five minutes. She's trying to be a housewife. Well, I mean, this girl is now. But um, yeah, so she's trying way too hard. And it's like, sister, please calm down. Like, we're not believing what you're selling right now. Okay, you just stepped on prove to us but not in the way that you're doing it like it was kind of exhausting so could they be better yeah maybe I'll find you know maybe I'll like them later on you know I think I was like that with um who was I like that with I mean I was definitely like that with the Salt Lake City cast we all know that I was like fuck Salt Lake this is gonna be stupid and I really like that show yeah and I still like it even though a lot of other people don't but I still like it I'm still here for it Lisa fucking Barlow and her paid sponsorship with Wendy's because she loves that. Did you guys see that on fucking Instagram? I laughed my katoots off in my mind and not out loud. Other thing that I have gathered from Jersey, the one thing that I really am looking forward to is whenever Marge goes up to the newest cast gal and she has like really dark hair and she's like, you know what? You remind me of such a sophisticated Tim Burton character. Oh, my God. Here we go, Marge. Thank you for the quote, baby. Yes, yes. It's like candies. Who's bringing this Sesame Street girl? Yes. Let me. I'm telling you, if I could have these fucking quotes as a notification sound on my iPhone. But of course, Apple doesn't let you do that shit because they want you to all be on their shit. I mean, currently I'm recording from my MacBook. Yes, Apple, I said, oh, my God. So if I could have their quotes as notifications, oh, my God, my life would be amazing. Amazing er than it is now. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm looking forward to that episode. It is going to be interesting to see the dynamic with Frank and Dolores. Dolores has a new man, this Irish, Irish big juice head. I think he's Irish because he was like a fucking leprechaun and shit in that damn, uh, or maybe he was just posing for March, whatever. So 
She's got a new dude. It's not David, but Frank is still living with David, which is hilarious to me. And then we also find out that Frank's girlfriend is 33. That made me feel a little uneasy because I'm three years older than the bitch. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'd ever date Frank Catania. Like, what would that be like? What would it be like, right? Am I, is that wrong of me thinking that? I, uh, in my mind, I'm just like, okay, girl, you do you. It's all good. I Whatever. But for me, I think I'd rather just hang out with Frank. I don't know if I'd want to be banging him, you know? So that was interesting to learn, yes. But I think we're really going to see some raw emotion between Dolores and Frank as far as the family unit because this guy, this newbie, this new boo, does not seem like he wants to share Dolores with Frank. Now, does that mean that he feels threatened? Maybe. I don't know. So I'm looking forward to that. I think the season's going to be great. I am excited, excited for the quotes from Jennifer. You know that she's going to be obnoxious as fuck. I love it. Teresa's going to be her Teresa self, never taking accountability for anything. Everything's about her. Oh, my God. I said that, Margaret. Like, you did it. Did you see that apology tour, essentially, at her house? It's not a tour, but you guys know what I'm saying. Whenever she welcomes Margaret to the house and she's like, well, Margaret, you were going around and you were telling people about my, I was trying to protect my family. Come on. Get off that bitch. Get off it. Ugh. I love Teresa, but I really don't love Teresa at the same time. So... We're going to be hearing all of that shit again this season. As long as she's still on the show, we're going to be hearing that same shit. It will get old because it already is. But you know what? It's selling and Bravo keeps bringing her back. So there's that. So yes, Jersey, I'm excited like a motherfucker for it. And uh, you know, what a time is it? It's 6.06, right? It's 6.06 Eastern Standard Time. On the 8th of February. And you know what's tonight? In a few hours, the Vanda Pump Rules premiere. Oh my goodness, that will be really good. I'm excited to hear Katie speak to Tom about how he's a loser because, Katie, yes, I agree with you. He is kind of a loser for letting you go. I think you were the best thing that has happened to him. And I think you were the one that would have been able to help him grow up. But, of course, he doesn't want to do it, and he's ex- how how is this guy a bar owner? How does he own Tom and Schwartz and whatever the fuck the thing is? How do how does he own that? He's not even like, ugh, he's not an adult to me. He might be close to forty, but like, let's look at him versus Kyle Cook. And I think Kyle Cook's annoying a lot of times, but I do I like him more now. How do these things happen? I have no idea, and I'm literally just ranting off the top of my head, like I told you, guys. So, but yeah, you know, Tom Schwartz, I would never trust him to watch my child. I would never trust him to watch my dog. I find that he is a very irresponsible person. And I mean, I'm rooting for him, but like you you can't, uh, whatever that analogy is, I don't know what to say about it, but you can't, you just can't. And I've just given up. And I really just want to know what the fuck is going on with him and Raquel. And boy, oh boy, does it seem like she's been getting around with Garcelle's son and with Schwartz. Like, I need to know about this. So I'm excited that the season is starting in a few hours. Yes. And uh, we'll see what happens. But let's go to the finale of my Potomac bitches. I fucking love them. But we all are angry. We are all confused along with Andy Cohen. So the finale 
is, uh, you know, a lot of shit's going on, okay? We're still talking about Juan, the Karen lookalike woman. And who would have thought, who would have thought that Kern was actually right with her uh, allegation of Juan and his uh, infidelity, if you will. I was shocked. I was shocked at that. Well, I I mean, I was just shocked that Karen was right. (laughs) Was I shocked that Juan was kind of shady? (sighs) Unfortunately, no. And I hate that for Juan because I really like him. Like, damn, I really like him. Like, I really like him. But you know what? Once a cheater, always a cheater, right? Isn't that what they say? So they say, you know, if you saw the end of the episode, because they ended up getting married in August. Yes, claps to Yin's guys, honey. Congrats for you. But they did not end up going to Jamaica. They ended up staying in Maryland, probably because Robin had a guilty conscience and her mother got really pissed off. Like, why are you guys going to Jamaica? And you're just telling me that now after your brother-in-law's wedding, then you're going to get married? Like, what the fuck? You didn't even think to include us? And then she's like, no. So, yeah, you got to include your parents. Robin, that was that was no bueno on your part. That's all I'm saying. And I fucking love you. I think you're a maze. But I'm also a little confused with you as well. So we see after they're, like, at the very end of the episode, Juan and Robin are walking, you know, on, like, the fucking boardwalk pier whatever the hell you call it I don't know I live in Pittsburgh I don't have that shit around so then we see the production say that during the pandemic one did talk to another woman inappropriately so but then we see Robin going on watch what happens live and Andy is like dude we gotta like I wanted to talk to talk to you about your fucking wedding and shit which we will But, like, I'm confused as fuck. I need to know what happened. Like, what is this? You're selling your damn story out on your podcast. You're on this reality show that we pay you for. You're on this reality show that we pay you for. And you are not including things that are going on in your life. And then Robin responds as if, well, you know, it wasn't going on during the time of filming. And he was like, but this has been a a full thing since you've been on the show, it has been a room full of discussion. I think you guys know what I'm trying to say because I know I'm not forming the sentence right. But it has been at the topic of conversation for years now. And you didn't think to bring up, oh, hey, guys, I'm going through this right now. We're paying for you to say that shit. But you went on your own platform and you did it that way. What gives Robin essentially was, I mean, Andy was probably like, what the fuck, bitch? No. Um, So he's asking her that. And then she's like, well, you know, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't going on at the time that they were filming. And what am I supposed to say? Hey, guys, pick me. I want to talk. And he's like, no, you don't say pick me. It's just like, hey, I'm going through the, like, I went through this in my life too. Because obviously people were talking about Candace and Chris and how Chris was, allegedly looking at, you know, Sesame Street, whatever her name is over here. And we see clearly that he did not. So that's when Andy was like, maybe you should have brought it up then. And then she's like, well, I mean, we just, you know, didn't. And then she says, apparently, because I didn't, I didn't hear the podcast episode of their reasonably shady shit. But apparently, from what Andy said on Watch What Happens Live, Robin admits on her podcast that 
this woman who is from Canada, apparently, she came to the States and she reached out to Juan or something and said, hey, I'm coming to Baltimore. I'm dating a Ravens player. Why the fuck would you, why would you talk to Juan then? Okay, who gives a fuck? Like, what? One red flag there. Confusion, okay? Then, from there, she gets there, and then she's in a hotel room. And then all of a sudden, what the fuck happens? Oh my God, it's either her credit card didn't work or she fucking forgot it. I have no idea. I can't remember. But she's like, hey, Juan, oh my God, I need a credit card. I have nowhere to stay. Blah, blah, blah. So he ended up going to the hotel, I believe, and left uh, his credit card information there because they were like, why the fuck is his name on this hotel bill? Like, what gives? And then Robin's trying to explain this whole thing, and she's like, you know, Robin felt, or she says Juan felt really bad for her, and, like, he just wanted to help out. And, yes, I know that it's crazy, and I thought this was all bullshit, too. Like, I really do. I did. But, like, I believe Juan. Why, Robin? Honestly, people, do we, do we think, like, think about it, Yins, guys, seriously. Whoever you are involved with, if you're involved with anyone, I am not currently. Now, if I was dating someone, and if you're dating someone or if you are about to date someone, whichever, would you believe the shit that Robin said on Watch What Happens Live the other day as far as this girl came from Canada to uh, let me know that they are dating another person in the area. And guess what? I'm staying at this hotel. Oh my God, I can't afford it. I forgot something. I need your help. Bitch, why the fuck didn't you get your Baltimore's Ravens player to flip the bill? That's suspect, if you ask me. So everyone's pissed off at Robin. They want her off the show now. How can you're not even transparent? All this shit goes on. Everyone else is getting their marriage ruined and shit because we see it on fucking national television and you're keeping everything secret. And then eventually you out it out in your podcast because you probably get a good pretty penny for it. So, I mean, I'm not going to lie, Yins, guys. That's kind of fucked up. I mean, I with Yins that are pissed off about it. I mean, I'm not pissed off, but I'm just like, she's playing the game, okay? She's sticking it to the man. She's trying to get as much buck as she can in her bank. Do I fault her for that? No. I mean, even Ebony. Ebony K. Williams was on the show with her as well. And whenever Andy looked at her and said, attorney uh, attorney K. Williams, what about you? And then she's like, oh, I'm all about the paper. So I'm on Robin's side. So yes, you know, she's getting, she's trying to make bank and she clearly got extra something or whatever, maybe extra money, whatever, which is great. Now she probably has a lot of people that don't like her. So it just comes with the territory of being famous, I guess. So yeah, I didn't really care. It is weird, but am I shocked? No, she wants to make as much money as she can. I would be there with her too. I I fully support that. Because inflation's a bitch and gas is expensive as fuck. And if you're in New York City, you have to buy a fucking carton of eggs. Is it a carton? Like 12 eggs for 10 fucking dollars. That's some bullshit, okay? So Robin, you got to do you to get your shit and your eggs. You know what I'm saying? So I don't fault her for that. But I do find it funny 
that this whole damn thing of the finale is so we could end off at Candace's premiere party, honey, of her fucking music video, which looked really nice. Whatever. I, I'm not dogging that. What I'm dogging is how in the fuck all of these Bravo liberties here, people, all of these Bravo liberties that are trying to do like the music and the fucking book thing and whatever, they have these fucking release parties for like one thing, okay? Like, for example, Candace, it's just one music video. Why not give a show? Why not do an actual gig and then show the fucking video? Like, it's, it makes, it's laughable to me. Then you got Heather Gay in Salt Lake City. She had a premiere party for her fucking book cover. Not even her book, her book cover. I mean, this stuff is laughable. I mean, you can't write this stuff. It's so terrible and it's hilarious and I don't understand it, yet I watch it because I'm that bitch. But it makes me laugh. And just like with Sheena, with her good as fucking gold and Lala, they did their little musical number. Sheena just did one song. At least Lala did, I think, three. So it's funny to me. Now, do they do an actual show? Maybe. We only get an hour of the fucking show. So I could be just a bitch bitching about everything, which, you know, is true in one regard. So there's that. But uh, it's it's funny. It made me laugh. And then poor Chris Bassett. I hope people leave him alone, meaning the women, because I tell you this much. I don't love his wife, but I do think that she's great for the show. If she gets off the show, the show will lose ratings for sure. I do love their relationship. I think her marriage, Wendy's marriage, and believe it or not, Mia's marriage, I think they have the strongest marriages, in my opinion, not only in that franchise, but I think I think in some of the other franchises too. I mean, obviously, I think the Jersey women, their marriages are pretty strong, I think. I'm just trying to think out loud. I mean, I mean, obviously, we have Bill who cheated on Jennifer. I mean, we dealt with that last year. But, you know, but I do feel like Mia, Candace, and Wendy, they have pretty strong marriages. So there's that. And, um... I'm trying to think what else happened in that episode. Yeah, I think those are the things that stood out to me the most in the finale. I'm anxious for <laughs> the reunion because we're going to hear a little bit about Jason Cameron going out with Giselle. I still think that's fucking weird. That's weird. Come on. I mean, I'm sure her girls love it because they're probably like, holy fuck, he's hot as fuck, which he totally is. But like, I'm sorry. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, how how can he go? How can he go from Lindsay, right? Who's like crazy as shit, like party all the time, whatever, to Rachel, who is like super bubbly, super nice and all this shit to, to, I just don't get it. And honestly, I love Giselle too. I really do. I just don't love her with him. I just don't. It's weird to me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'd love for him to be with Rachel, but Rachel's with, uh, someone else. And she looks very much in love because I follow her ass on Instagram. I would rather him be with, uh, who else is on that fucking summer house cast? And that's coming up next week. So that'll be interesting. I'm totally sick and tired of seeing those damn commercials where uh, Maya is saying, I want to Carl in a sexual way. We, okay, you, bravo, stop, 
Stop showing that shit. I'm over it. Let's just get to the episode, hear her say it, and then move on with our life. So, man, I'm really like energetic with no notes in front of my face because usually, guys, I have notes. I like to be super prepared when I talk about this shit, but literally, this is all from my fucking noggin right now. Anything else that's going on that I need to talk about? Oh, side note, just because I spoke about Peacock the other time with the traitors, there's this new show that I'm watching. Holy fuck. It's amazing. It's also on Peacock. Yin's guys have to check it out. It's called Poker Face. Holy shit. This is not a reality show. This is a fucking scripted show, and I hashtag love it. Yes. It's basically 2023 Nancy Drew that starts off in Vegas and then she's like fleeing the scene because she like sees all these murders and shit and she's like a human lie detector and she can tell if you're lying and all this stuff it's so good poker face check it out Yin's guys because it's great and I have to say I appreciate Yin's guys I think it's awesome that you guys keep coming back week after week at least I'm thinking that you are and if you're not what the fuck no I'm kidding But for those of you who are new, welcome. Welcome to me saying stupid ass shit because I do it often. And, you know, with this podcast, I just happen to record it. So, yas. But I'm happy that Yin's guys take a listen to the show. Uh, And for those of you who do come back, I really do appreciate the support for sure. It means a lot for me, to me, all of that stuff. And Yin's guys, I hope you enjoyed this improvised. Yes, I said it. I said what I said. This improvised episode today, all from the noggin. I, <laughs> give me a follow on Instagram at Bravo Yinzer. Yinzer spelled Y-I-N-Z-E-R. And yes, follow us at Believe Network and at Believe Lifestyle. That's Believe, B-L-E-A-V. And yes, that's on Instagram too. So reach out to me, Yins guys, if you got any questions, if you want to say some shit. Dude, if you want to be on the show, like, reach out to me, DM me. I'd love to fucking talk shit with you. So, until next time, Yins guys, have a great week, weekend. Super look forward to Potomac, Jersey, Venza Pump, all this shit. Yins guys, take care, and I'll catch Yins next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.